Look, I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. But I'm only going to get this one chance. Just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen. But I don't know what. If that means what I think it means, we're in trouble. Big trouble. And if he is bananas, as you say, I'm not taking any chances. You are just one of the I'm Ron. This is Braden. Welcome to Commanders Uncensored. Yo, let's go, Commander Nation. What's up, Braden? What's going on? It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were on vacation. It was nice, right? Yep, yep. Nice. We went down to the beach. Uh, had a nice time, but we're back. We were planning on doing a podcast uh, down at the beach, but too too busy. Yeah. Um, ran into some Commanders fans, but uh, most of them actually had. I saw a lot of beach chairs were Redskins. I saw a lot of hats and, and shirts. That still were rocking the Redskins. I think I saw one Commander's shirt, maybe. Yeah, like everywhere I go, even at just work, you know, just see people Redskins. No one, no one rocks the W. Not yet. I mean, they they have time, and or they can just keep rocking their Redskins. That's fine. It's all the yeah. same team, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, training camp started. And I do want to take this moment to toot my own horn. Derp, derp. What do you guys say? What? Yo, if this is your first podcast listening to me right now, you can go back and listen to the other ones. I want to tell you right now what I said in my previous podcast. Now, all of a sudden, everybody on social media, everybody on the TV saying it. You might as well call me Nostradamus. Well, what are they saying? Well... What are they saying? They are saying Wentz is who we thought Wentz was. I, what did I say? A leopard does not change his spots. If you want to know what's going to happen in history, all you got to do is go back and look at previous history. Wentz will look great. Wentz will do something stupid. Nope. Okay. Bottom line. Monday, he has a bad practice. Oh, hold on. Before I even get into that, let me tell you what else I said. I told you, and everybody that was listening, Cole Turner. Yep, I remember that name. Remember, I said I shouldn't say this because people that play in my fantasy leagues are listening, but the sleeper in fantasy is Cole Turner. Why did I say Cole Turner? Because Carson Wentz loves his tight ends. Carson Wentz does love his tight ends. And what's this dude? Six foot five receiving tight end. Yeah, perfect for Wentz. Oh, dude, he's going to come out of the training camp as the the darling of the training camp, if you will. I also said, don't expect Chase Young to be ready week one. I think you said, oh, he'll be there. I did say that. My man tore his ACL. Yep. November of last year. Yep. That is normally a 12-month recovery. But people have been coming back way sooner. Yes, but everyone's different. 
And a lot of these guys that came back from that may be a quarterback, so they don't have that um, physical contact. Or um, I think Adrian Peterson is just just Superman, right? Like, I think he came back early. But once again, he's a running back, so his whole thing is – it's a little bit different being a defensive lineman where you have the offensive lineman that's 300 pounds pushing you on every play – and that's pressure on that knee. Don't rush it. Don't rush it. If yeah, it takes 12 agree, months, it yeah. takes 12 months. I'm telling you right now, he starts the season missing the first four games. I think he'll be back week one, but I don't think he'll play any preseason snaps. But I think before week one, he'll be in full pads practicing and then be playing week one in the game regular season. If he's healthy, he's healthy. I just don't think he's going to be ready. That's all. Yeah, and that could be possible, but I see I see him making a fast recovery. Okay. Are you Nostradamus? We're going to find out. Well, I'm Ronadamus. <laughs> <laughs> what Whatever. Yeah. Call me something. Stupid. I... <laughs> oh, okay. I'm like the Wizard of Oz. You know what I mean? I'm looking in the crystal ball. What else did I say? What did you say? I said Mike McCarthy is going to feel the pressure. I said Dallas, Washington, and the Eagles are all going to be in that playoff hunt. Mm -hmm. I said, and Dallas is going to fade in the end. And I told you it's because Mike McCarthy. And what happens? Every social media, every TV outlet, every sports thing already. Look, they haven't even played their first preseason game. And I'm already seeing what I already said. Well, yo, if you want the facts, if you want to know what's going to happen before it happens, just listen to me. That's all you got to do. I said he's going to get fired. He's going to do stupid stuff because he's going to feel the heat. Yeah. He's going to feel the heat. He's going to make stupid decisions that's going to cost his team, and that's going to get him fired. You did say that, and I agree with you. Thank you. I do think he will begin fired. And since we're talking about the NFC East, let's talk about what else I have heard. We can talk about our other division rival, and that would be the Philadelphia Eagles. I have heard their quarterback, Jalen Hurts, has not looked very good so far in minicamp. But it's the beginning of minicamp. The reason why I say that, though, because all offseason, what has everyone said about this division when they talk about which team's going to win when they get to the Eagles and they say the Eagles will win this division if complete that sentence Uh, Jalen Hurts but you can say that about anyone besides Dallas pretty much right proves my point so if the Eagles win the division because of Jalen Hurts But all reports are Jalen Hurts ain't looking like he's going to be that franchise quarterback. Yeah. 
then do the Eagles win the division? No. So the Eagles don't win, and the Cowboys don't win because Mike McCarthy. So that only leaves the Giants and the Commanders. And they better not let the Giants win. I actually do think the Giants will be an improved team. Now, I'm not saying they're going to win the division, but I do like that head coach. I do think that they'll be improved. I don't think they're going to be that improved. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't see an improvement at all. They can win one or two more games. That's an improvement. They're still not going to, you know. So that's why I'm not even really talking about them and putting them in the thing. So let's just get back now. So I just wanted to pat myself on the back. I wanted to toot, 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 toot my horn. I told you. What I told you, go back and listen to them. It's before anybody else said it. I said it. You said it all the way back in June. I said it. And now they're all saying it. So let's just talk about what's going on in Washington's mini camp now. Once again, what did I say about Wentz? I said he's going to look good and he's going to do something stupid. And Monday, that happened. He threw three interceptions. There was once you had, they're in the red zone, right? So this is, this has been the thing about Wentz. And like, and I, I told you before, once again, in another podcast, I don't know if someone wrote this article who, what they say? Hard headed, right? And I said, are they trying to call him stupid? It was something like along them lines. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I just can't know it word from word. I think what he was talking about is is this type of scenario, right? So Wentz has, but I guess, I don't know. I don't know if he didn't see it, which is concerning because when you look at your Tom Brady's and your Aaron Rodgers, they're in the pocket or, you know, they're pre-snap, pre-snap. They're, they're looking, they're gauging sideline to sideline back to the end zone. If there's an extra man on the field, they're hiking it. They're getting that free penalty. If there's pass interference, they see it. They take the shot. Like, they see everything. False start. They throw deep. They see everything. Wentz has Terry McLaurin against Jamin Davis. Mm -hmm. That is your best receiver. Against a linebacker. Against a, right, the speed factor right there alone, he there's just no way he can keep up with him. All he gotta do is just do a little stutter and he's gonna like break his ankles and, and should be open for the touchdown. Yeah. You got your best receiver against a linebacker and you don't see that? Yeah, that's that's concerning. That's real concerning. We're paying him over twenty million. Like an NFL backup quarterback should be able to see a mismatch before the snap. That's my point. That was pre-snap. You're back there. It hasn't been hiked yet. You look to the right. You look to the left. You see who's guarding who, who's defending who. Mm-hmm. You didn't go in your brain. Wow. They're going to put a linebacker on my best receiver right now and think to throw it there? Yeah, I wonder if it has anything to do with 
Terry McLaurin not being at practice with his whole contract and everything, and I, mean, I don't know, probably not, probably just Wentz just being stupid, but I don't know if it has anything to do with he built other connections with Cole Turner, Jahan Dotson, while McLaurin was gone, and he just was in the red zone. I don't know, maybe just staring them down, which is, I don't know if that has anything to do with it, that McLaurin hasn't been there or what, but nope. that's no excuse. I know. I mean, they just started tr- yeah. camp. He's been there. They just they just started. It's that's not it. He just didn't see him. Yeah. Like it nothing to do with that. But guess who he threw it to? Cole Turner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> why did he throw it to Cole Turner? You know why? He loves the tight end. He loves those big guys. And we man. talked right. We talked about past repeats itself. Right? Mm-hmm. He loves throwing to the tight end. When he gets in that red zone, he's looking to throw it high to the tight end. Yep. Instead of reading the defense and giving what's, you know, whatever they're giving you, just take that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Cole Turner has looked great, right? Yeah. Right now, I would say he's the preferred target in the red zone. Like, I, I kind of predicted it, but now it's it's not just my word, which you know anybody can say. Uh, who, who the hell is this dude? He's a you know he's a jo. Uh, it's actually happening right before your eyes, which he's going to be the preferred target. That's good. Yes, I mean, in game situation, so. The way I look at it, like once they're actually in game situations, how we just said Terry was against a linebacker, Cole Turner is probably because he's your tight end, technically, but you know, yeah. on paper, even though he's really a receiver. Yeah. So he's going to probably be matched up against linebackers, yep. right? Yep. That's going to be a mismatch. Mm hmm. The defensive yeah. coordinators are going to have a hard time, wouldn't you say? Yeah, they're either going to have to put a linebacker or safety on them. They're not going to be putting a cornerback on a tight end. Right, because who's going to cover your the other speedsters that they have at wide receiver? So, And what do you do if they get Logan Thomas back and do two tight ends? That's – I because expect it's hard, that. It's hard enough to have a linebacker cover a tight end. Most teams don't have two guys that can stick man-to-man coverage on them. Wow. So, look for that package. Wow, you're going back to like uh What was that? That was that was like the the uh Tom Brady and the Patriots. They had Marcellus Bennett and uh Gronk, right? And then didn't they have uh Aaron Hernandez yeah, and Gronk? Yeah, yeah. Like Aaron Hernandez was there too, yeah. Yeah, all the way to the suit. Like that's a that's a really tough formation to to especially when you're playing other teams that don't have that. So you're building your defense to stop a certain offensive thing, and then you know this guy comes in, and you got two off, you know, two offensive tight ends that are both bigger pass catchers. That's a that's very interesting. Yeah. Um. One of the weak, well, one of the perceived weak positions on this team was safety. Yeah. And so I don't, I, I was getting ready to say, and apparently the safeties are looking great. 
I don't know if the safety is looking great or if Carson's really just playing that bad. Yeah. I'll put it to you very simply. But whatever. Give them their credit, right? The safeties as of right now, and actually the whole defense is just yeah. looking, which I thought they were going to be last year, a top five defense. I, I actually think I thought they were going to be a top three defense. Yeah, going off Carson Wentz like the bad day everyone's talking about him having. Uh, I mean, it couldn't be concerning for Wentz, but a lot of people aren't giving the defense credit. I saw they're saying Terry McLaurin ran a deep uh, comeback route, and they said, I think it was Bobby McCain. Yeah, I think it yep. was Bobby McCain made an easy play on that. Then Wentz, he threw back-to-back interceptions, and then Taylor Heineke went in, and his first pass of the day, he threw an interception to Percy Butler. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not just Wentz. It's Heineke, too, coming in on his first pass of the day, so... You like to think maybe the defense is just good and doing hot right now, and but hopefully it's not the quarterbacks being dumb or making dumb mistakes. That's I mean that's the buzz, right? The defense is looking phenomenal right now. The safeties, especially because it's one thing when when you're expected to look good and you look good, mm-hmm. but when people said you were the weak link and you come out and you have Bobby McCain, Cam Curl, Percy Butler, and Revis all getting INTs and the team drills on Mondays like this and then when you see the celebration I mean they all like when one of them gets it they all run they are a definite team mentality right now which I love to see it's not the guy got it, and he's doing his own dance by himself. Yeah. The whole team runs over, and they're all dap. The coaches even run over and are dapping them up, and they mm-hmm. got their little handshakes and their dances. Yep, yep. It looks it it looks really good, and I hope it I hope it keeps going. Hopefully. Um. So, my top four so far <clears throat> for it is, uh, Kendall Fuller. Kendall Fuller is having a great practice. Uh, Montez Sweat, Cole Turner, and Dotson. Those are probably the four standouts for me. Yeah. You know, um, I actually wanted to... We talked about Chase Young earlier, and I actually want to talk about, you know, his opposite side, right? Montez Sweat. I'm actually predicting... So I don't know if anybody knows this, but Montez Sweat, uh, I believe, does not have a double-digit sack season yet. He has seven, nine, and five. Okay. He broke his jaw last year. He missed some time. Yep. So that number, but still five probably on the time that he missed, isn't getting to ten. Yeah, probably not. I'm predicting a big jump this year. I'm predicting he's definitely getting double digits, and I'm even going to go out and say I'm looking – Somewhere around that thirteen to fifteen range. I don't. I don't even know if he'll reach double digits in my book. I got him at the max eleven, but I got him around nothing less than eight. I just think the whole defense, like you have to share the sacks with everybody. Like he's, you got Jonathan Allen, you know Chase Young's gonna be coming back, but we still got the Ron Payne. Yeah, like. Not saying he's a great sack guy, but he'll be in there getting a couple sacks. And 
Yeah, he's he's just not gonna be. I don't think he's gonna be able to make all the plays. Okay, but so as I've said before, you know, and you heard me say this. So the defense and the offense, right? So any unit out there is a full unit, mm-hmm. and we just talked about how these safeties are looking great. If the safeties aren't getting letting these receivers get open, and that quarterback has to hold that ball. That's going to lead to more sacks. Yeah. Last year, I said it, that how, once again, toot my own horn. I said you would see plenty of times where, like, Chase Young would be trying so hard to get to the quarterback, he'd be riding on the outside of that defensive tackle, and you didn't have that interior pressure. And that quarterback would step up. Oh, and now all of a sudden people are talking about that too. Yeah. I mean, are they just robbing me? Yo, give your boy a shout out. Be like, hey, I'm going to say this, but you know, give me a shout out. That's all. I'm all I'm asking. We just want to respect. You know. So, but when they all like all go together, so when your outside guys, your Montez Sweat, your Chase Young, are going to the outside and they see that defensive interior guy, if they're not getting the pressure with him, they need to try to do a spin or something to get back to the inside shoulder because you can't let him step up. You know what I mean? You'd rather at that point him go out, you know, into in the outside linebacker or something. But I just think that they learned that. I, I mm-hmm. think that that was now coached in them and I expect – I expect them to be like a pack of wolves, right? Okay. I I can see I can see them leading the league in sacks this year. Or at least being in top five, but I don't see anyone on the team leading the league in sacks as like an individual or coming next to the yeah, fifteen okay. mark. Yeah, yeah. I can I, see everyone around the ten spot and that'd be you know, you add that up four people, that's a lot of sacks. Yeah. I yeah. I, you know. I just think if that back end holds up, right, your safety's in your corners, mm-hmm. and Warren Sapp came in, and he told him, the lone wolf, didn't anybody say, the lone wolf dies, right? Like, they got to go all together. And that is the truth. If they all penetrate and are pushing together and they collapse that pocket, those sack numbers are going to go up. Yeah. It just depends what one gets their hand on them first. Mm-hmm. Right. They can all eat, as they say, right? Yep. So that's how I'm looking at it. Um, but that's all, you know, that's pretty much all I had. I just wanted to toot, toot, the old horn a little bit, you know, and just rehash because it's kind of news now. But I already said it before, but everybody's just reconfirming what I already said. Yeah. Preach. <laughs> so do you have anything you want to add, bud? Um... No. I mean, the only thing I read about that we haven't really mentioned is that Andrew Norman or... uh, Norwood? Yeah, however you say his name, that the veteran guard we got this offseason, I saw him and Josh Allen were taking turns, like, throwing each other around. So, I mean, just to add that in there, it seems good that getting physical and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. But nothing major now. Yeah, speaking of getting physical, did did I mention earlier when I was talking about Jalen Hurts... That the Eagles head coach has made the decision not 
to have any full contact. Yeah, and I disagree with that. Like, I was I was at work like two days ago in the car eating my on my lunch break, listening to a podcast, and they had Dick Vermeil on there because he was going in the Hall of Fame, and they were interviewing him, and they asked him about you know players with contact and practices and stuff, and he said. He said football is a combat sport, you know, like, you got to be physical, and, you know, that's how I taught my players. He didn't say, you know, what they're doing now is wrong or anything, but he, that's how he said he did it, which I agree. You got to get people, you got to know what it feels like to get hit and everything. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see, I can see if you want to limit the amount of contact you have, but you're exactly, like, that's what practice is for. What do they say? Practice makes perfect because if if you're not going in full pads and you're not, as a quarterback, feeling the pressure of the defensive line, you're already the quarterback, so they're already not allowed to hit you. You got the red shirt on. They're not going to hit you. Yeah. But they can get to you to make you step up, make you step outside. Your defensive linemen, your offensive linemen can get used to, like, that. But they did it last year. And um, apparently, yeah, so Nick Sirianni said that he believes it limits injuries. He, you know, and I guess they were one of the healthiest teams last year. But a lot of, right, your old school guys, they just don't, don't believe it. They, they think yeah. you should, you should hit something. Like, you got to hit. Yeah, you have to. But apparently the Eagles head coach feels contact. And practice is not important for a contact sport. Well, he's a nerd. <laughs> he looks like one. <laughs> Did I tell you the time he tried to beat up somebody playing tennis? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Apparently, he was at the tennis court, you know, because he thought he was all, you know, bad to the bone playing some tennis at the country yard or something. I don't know what he was doing. Yeah. But my man had on, like, a Giants hat. And um, I guess Nick said said something, you know, like, oh, I don't like your hat or something. I, yeah, I'm sure he was just joking around, the yeah. guy, whatever. But the guy said, like, what? And, and and then the guy calls into, like, some radio shows or something and tried saying Nick Sirianni tried to fight him. That's yeah, funny. if you want to look, Google it. I'm sure you can find it. But it was just a funny story. He's like, I'm like, tennis? <laughs> yeah. Who's breaking out to a brawl place of tennis? Yeah, for real. It's probably some 70-year-old man. <laughs> What'd you say, young boy? Yeah. <laughs> I'll hit you in the head with my tennis racket. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so, um, I'm trying to think. Did I have anything else? I thought I had one more thing. Oh, so the, once again, we talked about, and it probably won't happen, and I said I didn't really you know, want it to happen, but when we got into the argument about if they should look at maybe letting Heineke go, this is what I mean. Monday's practice, three interceptions. Yeah, he does that again. Week one, he comes out. He throws two picks before halftime. What's going to happen? What's that crowd going to do? Heineke. I don't think anyone's going to go out and be yelling. Heineke. That'd be in the back of everyone's mind. No. No, it will be. No. Heineke. What if he goes out and throws four touchdown passes? Well, that's good, but I'm just trying to tell you as soon as he has a bad quarter, a bad half, you're going to get them. Heineke. Heineke. Yeah, That's all. The 
because Heineke proved he's so much better. It's not even about that, my man. You're missing my point. Wentz had one bad many can't practice. Mm-hmm. And it's already getting blown out of proportion. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like it's mini camp. He's Jaylen learning Hurts. a new offense. But you're saying the same thing about Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Yeah. So why does it matter about Heineke? I'm. I don't. This isn't about Heineke or about Wentz. This is about the fans. This is what I'm trying to tell you. The fans. Will blow it out of proportion. The media, not even the media, will blow it out of proportion. Anytime he has a bad practice, and we love Heineke, the fans love him. So when the media is putting that in your brain, he had a bad practice. He had a bad practice. What does the fans start to do? He's having a bad practice. Maybe we should go with Heineke. That's all. That's all that was meant. Like I said, I hope he's on. But I'm. I'm just trying to prove my point. Like it's okay. it's it's about the media, and it's about the fans. You know, once they start believing he had a bad, bad practice, I say let the Bronco buck. You gotta let him buck. You gotta let him go. I think he'll be fine. Did Brett Favre do checkdowns? Nope. Yo, they're about bench Brett Favre, and he said, "Why are you gonna take me out? I can break a record for most interceptions in a game." <laughs> My man threw tons of interceptions, right? He threw tons of touchdowns. He won Super. He's considered one of the greatest of all time. Sometimes you got you got to yo, you got to ride with your man. Let him let him go. Let the Bronco buck. Yep. All right. On that note, I know I'm done. What about you? I got nothing else. All right. Well, this has been Commanders Uncensored. So long, farewell, I'll be just saying goodnight. I hate to go and leave this pretty sight.